2: Get some scriptures out, get some filters out, get some caught, damage censor, get some scriptures out, get some filters to the naked talk with Alex Accurche. Welcome to another talk Wednesday on the Naked Talk with Alex Okurti and hey my name is Alex Okurji and you're listening to the Queen of Expression and I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of West Africa. <laughs> okay, so I always get a kick from always doing that. Like, you know, it's always funny, like I'm coming from the heart of Africa. Hey, guys, welcome to a brand new week on The Naked Talk. And yes, if you're just tuning in for the first time, well, this is the hub for real, authentic conversations with amazing powerful influences from around the world and like I always say every week expression is a sign of strength and not weakness and we do not apologize for you know being who we are and for thinking what we're thinking and for having the experiences that we have and for just really you know leaving (laughs) and existing in our truth and so yes it's all about being naked it's about being uh just being authentic and being real and being open and like everything open, you know, we welcome interaction and um, comments and observations and thoughts and and that's what this is. So welcome to the Naked Talk. Now, last week on the show we had a really, really, really amazing um, show on the on Talk Wednesday. I had with me um, Kate Mary O'Brien who joined me live. She joined me live all the way from Bali, Indonesia, and Kate Marie is uh, an amazing visionary for just for bold leadership, and she is co-founders of um, uh, Change. Uh, what's it called? Global Change, right? Game Changers VIP, um, and with her husband. Uh, um, Relations number one thought leaders, the world, and they've collaborated with some of the most amazing, greatest thought leaders of all times. And so it was nice to have Kate here on the show, and we're talking about facing your game changing truth. And as usual, you know my guests are always amazing. They just keep pouring like jewels in the in the virtual space. So she was here on the show, and we talked. We had a great conversation. Really. Our official website, as well as all our syndicated radio channels. So, yes, you can catch the show. We're syndicated on, ah, yes, you can listen to the Make Talk on Tuning Radio. We're on Stitcher. We're on Player FM. We're on ACAST. We're on Verionic 8. We're on, okay. we're on uh, Port Africa in Uganda. We're on the Good Radio work in Canada. Of course, you can listen to you know, the live channel here. You can go to our official website. We're in CastBox FM. We're in Radio Public. We're, we're everywhere. Yeah, you can even listen on Apple Podcasts. So you have no reason whatsoever to miss the Naked Talk, right? You have no reason whatsoever. And, of course, on Friday Radio Special, I had with me Jack H.M. Wong, who joined me live all the way from Singapore. And Jack is a serial entrepreneur. He's also um, a business coach. And that's only the author of the book, How to cr- um, Crack in the Entrepreneurial Code. And, of course, Jack was here. We also had another amazing conversation on Friday, and we talked about just entrepreneurship, and, you know, just a code of honor, and just so many other amazing things, and the three P's. So if you missed that conversation as well, don't forget, you can just head on because we're live, right? And you can listen to all the archived on the show and of course as many others i mean you can check out our top 20 oh god we've had amazing conversations and what's so beautiful about this is that no conversation is ever the same on the show so they're just amazing people who are just basically blessing and empowering and influencing and transforming lives on the show so today this week on the show uh this show to you by our amazing partners at Global Royale. Now, Global Royale is all about giving you a lifestyle. And of course, you can find out more about them and tap into what they're offering uh, in the real estate video to w to bees and find out more about how you can take advantage of their portfolios and start building a lifestyle that you want. And believe me, I'm happy to that. So, hey, amen to that. So, yes. And, of course, you know, we're also getting a shout-out to our, um, our partners, QTB Events. Now, QTB is all about putting together the finest A-class quality events. And, of course, you can find out more about QTB if you just go to their website at www.qtabevents.com. And I wanna give a big shout out to, you know, Esther and just thank you so much for the amazing gift she sent me. She sent me this lovely, lovely, lovely package, right? And you know, they what did, you know, what was in it? Peter, what was in it? Okay, so Naturals has sent me this amazing package and they had their coconut dream and then they had the carrot yogurt soap, and believe me, I've had a very stressful three weeks and just to have that, you know, with my you know, to help my self care um, you know, my self-care transformation, you know, I needed to, you know, just chill out a little bit from all the traveling and all the stress and all the working on film sets and doing it. Oh, there's just so much going on. So thank you. And if you want to find out more about them, if you're looking for the finest organic natural beauty products, you need to check out Zinja Natural. Make sure to go there. You can hook them, hook up with them on Instagram. They are on Instagram. So you just go to Instagram.com slash Zincher Naturals. Now, Naturals with an S. <laughs> so, yes. Well, today on the show, I cannot wait to talk to my very special guest that's already here in the Vettel studio. Now, today on the show, we're definitely taking a road to transforming lives with my amazing guest. But just before I go to that conversation, I have to remember that today is, you know, International Day. For National Day of the Girl Child, and uh, you know, just you know, people around the world are celebrating, (laughs) celebrating uh, just the essence of the girl child. And you know, I'm grateful to. I live here in Nigeria. I'm from Nigeria. You know, first of all, I'm grateful to be alive and to be a woman and be able to do. Of course, we you know we're hoping that more children, more girls, can get education and they can go to school and they can they have the freedom to be unstoppable and to, to. and, of course, you know, I, I partnered with amazing, unstoppable women from around the world who put together this amazing global anthology called I Bared My Chest. And about the book, you can obviously go to www.ibedmychest.com about what my sister and Frankie Picasso, who's also the founder of Good Radio Network, what we're doing uh, currently. And Anita Bushan, and I hope I'm not muttering their names. I'm African, so I hope I get a pass. Well, today uh, we're talking about so much coaching Coaching has become a way for many professionals to achieve a specific personal or professional goal. Now, these guests have co authored amazing number one best-selling book, The Book of Coaching, in which they share the yin and the yang of building an extraordinary coaching practice that transforms lives, the business aspect, and allows coaches to reach and enroll more clients. Today, I'm very excited right now to have joining me live all the way from the U.S. I believe the journey joining from the U.S. So. Um, he's an entrepreneur. He's also a is an author. He is co founder of Mind Valley and CEO of Evercoach. I'm so excited to have with me a and of course, his co author as well, who is a global speaker in her own right, an amazing coach, and a best selling author of the book Emotional Grief, um, Dr. Nita, Nita Bushan, who's joining me. Hi, welcome. Hello. Hey, Hello. Alex. Hi, Alex. Hey.
1: How's it going? Hey.
2: <laughs> and thank you for joining me live. First of all, I need to know, where are you guys joining me from? Because I know you guys are world travelers. You're always traveling. <laughs> <laughs> well, we well, are we're actually, actually here now in uh, Los Angeles. Okay, so
1: you're in L.A. Yes, Maybe we're LA. in L.A. Finally, we have finally planted some roots somewhere. <laughs>
2: Okay, great. Great, because I know, like I said, you're always traveling pretty very difficult to um, start where you are. So thank you so much for joining me. I know that you all love to be Spend some time with me and my listeners? And let me tell you this. I've been getting a lot of emails. Like, awesome. they all have questions for you. So, um,
1: <laughs> hey, hi, Esther. We're excited. <laughs> have,
2: hey, Alex. They have a lot of questions. Okay, great. So um, let me ask you this. Uh, okay, so who am I going to stop? It's... Did I that we need to have. Them. Oh <laughs> no, you can go back <laughs> and forth. We're super excited and super honored to join you and, and the listeners today. So, okay, great. So, um, I'm just trying to make sure that I have the both of you, and you hear me, Junita. Do you
0: hear me clearly? We we do both hear you. You do break a little bit sometimes, so we must. We might ask you to repeat some questions in case we don't. <laughs> we don't hear you properly in that moment. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay,
2: that's fine, and I just hope you know. Yeah, she's working Hi Edge, do you hear me now? Do you hear me now?
0: <laughs> yes, this is so much better. Okay,
2: okay, great. Sorry. So, like I said, we're on a three-way, right? I'm all the way in Africa, I'm in Nigeria, and the station is in oh, New wow. York, and and you're somewhere in LA. So, hey, we're on a three-way, right? So, <laughs> technology is great. <laughs> technology is great, you know but sometimes. Is. <laughs> Right. So, you know, it's great, but sometimes it can be a mess. So we're just going to enjoy. The great thing about this show is that it's unscripted and it's unfiltered. So, hey, you know, something happens oh, okay. and she's going to go like, you know what? Hey, you know, it's Naked Talk and we keep it real here. So we're having textures. I'm, I'm in Africa and I get a pass, right? So I just want to make <laughs> sure that's, true. that's a big pass. <laughs> I get a big pass for that. So I can say, oh, your technology is whatever it is here, so, but, you know, welcome to the show, and I'm just so, you know, I want to talk to you about so much, I've got so much to talk to you about, um, um, but let, let's just start with, and here's the thing, you know, I, one of the things that I like doing about this is because I have, I always have incredible people on the show, now, I know that, you know, I almost feel like I don't have to reel out a buyer, do I need to reel out a buyer, I almost feel like I don't have to, you know, like, introduce who, you know, Ajit's, is or who Dr. Neither is because you you both have been, you know, just basically taken over the space, you know, the transformation space. And you guys have been owning the space as, you know, amazing, powerful thought leaders in your own. Do you hear me? Yeah, we do. Do oh, yeah, you hear me? Here. Okay.
0: We do. Okay, great.
2: So let I me ask you. I think it's New York
0: station that's, that's fiddling with the voice sometimes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the New York because you can hear them not, too well, sometimes. Oh, you can hear them sometimes. Okay. Well, I'm, um, I'm hoping it's gonna get better because you know they can't mess this up. Like we've been, you know, I've been like we, I've been counting down the hours. So hey, <laughs> they better be, hey, they, be better to they better take, they better. gonna get fired here. You know, you, you <laughs> can't afford to do this to me. Not right now. Anyway, so let's <laughs> talk about you. Let's talk about you, actually, just a little bit. You know, um, like I said, you have an amazing bio. Um, you definitely are owning this space as a powerful thought leader, um, you know, and you've t- t- definitely, you know, come into your own and built an amazing brand. No, not an amazing stuff, right? And you've been part of, you know, you know, just the development of a lot of stuff. And we will talk about it. I'm trying not to kind of like put all the cuts out, right? But who would you say is Ajit Nawalka behind the buyer? You know, who's this man? Be- who's the man behind all the amazing stuff?
0: Well, behind all the amazing stuff, I'm just Nita Bushan's lover, I guess. But uh, <laughs> um, that would be the easy bio. I can say that for sure. That 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 probably is one of the primary roles that that I like to play, and I am in uh, most of the time. I yeah, the business stuff and the whole entrepreneurship stuff is is fuel and and it's fun and joy and creates an impact mm-hmm. out of the world, and that that's fascinating. But. Um, as as a human being if i say who am i is i'm i am um i i am my partner's lover i am somebody who wants to do great things in the world i am uh i'm a family man for my parents i'm i'm a friend for my friends um and so forth so that's that's who i am as the man behind uh behind all the business stuff that the world sees uh, and that's that's yeah. really what my fuel is and what my joy is
2: you know, I like how you, you know, how you just say, "I'm, i Nita, right? you know, I'm Nita's a lover, right?" And we're going to talk a lot about, you know, love because I know that that plays a major role for.
0: I hear you now. Yeah, you were last for a second there. <laughs> you said uh, Nita's lover, and that plays a big role in our lives, which is so true because those are our value words, love and serve. So that kind of is where we play out from. That's the place we operate mm-hmm. from. Both of us. So love is definitely a key word for us.
2: Okay, Nita. Hi, Nita. Hi, are you there? Hello, beautiful. Hi. Hi, Nita. Hi, Is she there?
0: I can hear you. Can you hear us?
2: <laughs> well, I Alex? hear you, but I don't hear Nita. Nita sounds like she's not there. You hi, Nita. You? Uh,
0: do you hear her better now?
2: Uh, I don't hi, hear. Alex. Nita, hi.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, she sounds very distant, like she's. <laughs> Is it... Okay, Nita, We're... hi.
1: We're posing all uh, up here, so um, in our office, which is which, which I wish we could
2: see you. Yeah. Hi. How's it going? Okay. You know, just before we get into this, and I need the listeners to understand that, I mean, first of all, the both of you are a couple, and you're married. You live together, even though you're business partners, and yes. you work together, you co-create, because that is important. You need to understand that <laughs> you're both business partners, but you're also, you know, European apart, like you know, you both leave together. So I kind of have a feeling you guys are having another party there for some reason. Like you guys are having a private party. <laughs> <interview. laughs> <laughs> we kind of
1: We have our we have our tea, we have our
2: and um,
1: yeah, he have got a bulletproof.
2: <laughs> okay, do you both get do you both get to do this together? Do you both get to like get on like do interviews together at the same time?
1: Well, actually, you, yeah. we're really excited because this is our first like operate, you together um usually it's like he's in the first that hour right. second or you know yeah so you you're bold and thank you for for having us both together at the same time <laughs> Yay! so we're gonna have a we're gonna
2: have a really good ride I love that okay so you know I was just you know I was just talking to Ajit and you know I was trying to find out you know just who the man is behind the bio right and i mean yeah. he did share a number of things one of it is being your cozy partner and <laughs> and you know sharing your you know and sharing you know your toothbrush and you know all other things i don't know but you know he just talked about you know just how he comes up in the world you know you know, besides just being this amazing entrepreneur that he is. And for you, you have a really interesting journey, right? Um, You obviously, you know, you're speaking, you're traveling the world. You have, you know, you just birthed, I mean, you have a book, you know, best-selling book that came out last year. Um, You started this global, you know, you started this really global campaign, this amazing, you know, um, pushing the message of emotional greed, and then now you you know you've co-authored a book, but you know that's what we see on the outside, right? So who would we say? I mean, how would you define who you really are as a person?
1: Yeah, you know what? I would probably say I'm I'm too. I'm a lover of life. I'm a I'm a life enthusiast. Uh, I think that's the best way to kind of um, pinpoint that. I hi.
2: Okay. What okay, we we'll lost somebody. What happened? We we'll lost somebody. <laughs>
0: okay, uh, all here actually. We lost somebody. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. <laughs> Who was that?
2: Okay, so that was weird. Who was that? Like, you know. There is a, okay, okay, great. That anyway,
0: here, but whatever happened, now you're so much clearer, and we can actually listen. Yeah, we you're super clear,
1: which is great. So now we're really gonna have fun. Wow! So somebody was definitely
2: getting to my feet. Who's that? I, and let me tell you, here's what's crazy: is like, your people dialed in, and their numbers, and I'm wondering where everybody. Okay, so I'm glad you can hear me now. So that 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 means it was somebody was just getting, and I know that a lot of people are looking forward to this conversation because I've got messages and emails and questions and WhatsApp and. And I'm like, okay, you know, let's all take it down on that. But I'm glad you can hear me now. So, so, somebody was trying to steal my shine. So, you were just sharing, your, you mentioned that before, you know, the person got in your way. So, I'm listening.
1: So, no, I would say, I mean, lover of life. I, I you know, I kind of like to call myself a life enthusiast and someone mm-hmm. who is this has this insatiable curiosity for just, you know, seeing what else is out there. So, I'm kind of like mm-hmm. this. Dora the Explorer, but, you know, now in adult form, (laughs) constantly, is like, oh, what's this about, Um, yeah, you know, like, Free Bird is kind of, uh, you know, how I run by now, I think that um, there's so many different seasons, as, you know, as women, that we kind of go through, and for me, it's kind of the season of, um, you know, lots of Phoenix Risings, essentially, and rebirthing awakenings that sort of thing so that's mm-hmm. kind of yeah that's kind of who i am okay you, know, you say you, and, and i think that it's okay
2: to you know just kind of have that sort of now you know, being an explorer because we all really get to that point where we're afraid right we become so afraid that you know we don't want to take a chance on anything and we're very guarded and we're very um you know, yeah we you know get guarded because and we have things that sort of kind of like changes our perspective in life. And you can now become the person who's a free bird, right, and free-spirited and who's just looking. So we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, transformation. And I think that that is so important personally for me and, you know, for a lot of the listeners and for everyone because we all get to that point where we feel we definitely need transformation. And with the work that you do, both of you do, whether Mm -hmm. as teachers or as leaders or as even entrepreneurs who are providing solutions to a problem, right, or as coaches and authors and all the amazing things you all do, definitely you're helping to transform other people's lives. But let me ask you this. You know, before getting to where you are right now, um, did you ever, like, what was it like? At what point did you, because you must have gone through a personal transformation yourself as well. Yes.
1: yes, both of us
2: have.
0: Okay. Yeah. okay.
2: So at what point did you notice that your life needed some transformation?
1: you want
0: to go first? Well, there have been, um, I I don't know if you know my backstory at all, but my backstory Mm -hmm. is I I was born in India in a small town Mm -hmm. called Jaipur. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, like when you think of India, colors, dance, music, you kind of are thinking about that city, like full of palaces. (laughs) uh, Mm Yeah. But the way I grew up, it wasn't all those colors and dances. It was a little bit, I mean, they were there because that's India, but but not to the same extent or as affluent as India may seem from the outside. I grew up in um, in, in a small neighborhood in, in the old city of Jaipur uh, with about 22 people in the house. Um, so this is my extended family and everybody living together in the same house, which meant that we didn't really have a lot of abundance in life generally, like no abundance in space, not really a lot of abundance in money, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mm. Kind of uh, created, uh, I mean, when, when somebody grows up like that, they kind of are mm-hmm. looking forward that something will change in life in, in many ways, mm-hmm. right? You're kind of hoping for that something will work out. Now, in, in no way I can say that, that I was hoping for the amount of transformation I went through will happen. Uh, but I was always mm-hmm. hoping that it will happen. And I think the mm-hmm. first thing that I, that I very clearly remember was one of the nights when um, what would happen is that in, in a house like that, uh, especially in Indian houses, there's a lot of uh, mm-hmm. guests all over all the time because we just love hosting. Uh, so mm-hmm. there were a lot of guests at, at our house. And one of the days, uh, uh, one of my uncles was over at the house and um uh, and that because of so many people living in the same house, what would happen is if somebody was coming over. Uh, our bedroom, which was also our study room, our playroom, in the night would convert <laughs> to the guest room too. So uh, basically all of us would be staying with the guests also in the same room and sleeping on the same bed, which was basically a mattress on the floor. So mm. what would happen is one of the nights that that uh, one of my uncles was over. He was sleeping on one edge of the. Off the bed and then in the middle was my my elder brother and then on the other edge on um, the corner which is against the wall i was sleeping now usually you know mm-hmm. how 14 15 year olds are we are always like fighting each other especially when they're two boys mm-hmm. like always, always a crazy thing right i was maybe 12 <laughs> at that time and my brother's three years old and we were just playing messing around but you know how boys can get really physical when they're playing around even mm-hmm. right so fighting yeah uh, and uh, and so my mom screams out, stomps out of her room and goes, "I just stop." And I'm like, uh, "But it's my brother. He's not giving me any space, and I don't have that space, so I can't sleep." Like you see how much space mm-hmm. I have. And and I know people sometimes just this, but know that Indian family, Asian family generally have a loose hand, as we call it. Uh, we know how to do this <laughs> in a in a fun way. I think you will understand that too, Alex, probably. <laughs> Naturally, uh, but some people don't understand that. So, so my mom had a loose hand, especially towards me. So uh, I think I just needed a lot of disciplining in in many ways. I was I was I was naughty sometimes. Uh, so what happened is I said, "Mom, I don't have any space," this is why. And so I was kind of like shouting back at her, and she slapped me across the face and I just go to sleep. Um, and I kind of like any twelve, thirteen year old can kind of get mad at her, but I couldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Plus, oh, yeah. I had a guest sleeping right next, um, and I had clearly lost the fight in my mind. So I kind of take the take the take the pillow, squeeze myself to the corner, and uh, and I put my face inside the pillow and kind of like you know start uh, start crying. And Ooh. as I start crying, um, I, I don't know at what time I went off to sleep, but because I basically probably just cried uh, my way to sleep or something. Uh-huh. So one- what I clearly remember is when I woke up, I was sleeping exactly how I had gone to sleep. Exactly, my position was exactly the same, and that's a vivid memory. Wow. That, that time, that I don't know when I slept. I don't know the time that I woke up, but what I do remember is at that, that time I decided this cannot be my life. Uh, mm. Not be living like this uh, all through my life. I have to do something about it. I was too young to actually do anything about it at that time. Mm-hmm. I Probably didn't my life. Mm-hmm. But that memory stayed with me, and I think that that memory has, had had defined my life goal at a point, which is basically to get uh, a house for my family and move them out of the house that we used to live in. We I only did mm-hmm. that like five years ago, but 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 that was like my big goal for my entire life because of that incident. Because I was like, we cannot be living where we have no space mm-hmm. to sleep if one extra person comes into the house, right? So. Mm-hmm. That is the first memory that I have of a big transformative moment uh, that kind of changed my um, changed my understanding and my desire of what I want for myself in my life. Um, and that's how mm-hmm. I, my abundance kind of started uh, subconsciously and then also consciously uh, in time as, as life progress.
2: Wow. Well, you know what, uh, Jade? You know, I've just... First of all, I... am um, I think it is great that we share this kind of stories because a lot of the times people really, you know, see where you are, right? And they see the, mm-hmm. just the amount of accomplishments, you know, the accomplishment that, you know, a person has and the success, but they don't really know where you're coming from and what really drives you, right? And just, you know, where. and so I think it's really great that you share. And I really know the thing about the loose hands because I think Africans were very similar. It's funny because I was... <laughs> <laughs> Where, you know, I was in India and I was telling, you know, in, in May I went, you know, to the WF and to WEF and I was telling a friend of mine, you know, in, in India well, you guys, we're pretty the same, you know, we're very similar, you know, very multicultural, very, so I think that we're very similar in a way. So I know the really thing about the lose I believe, I used to get a lot of that when I was young. <laughs> so I, I told you no, on this day, I told, what did you say? Sorry, right. I lost that. I, I missed that for a moment. What did that, you say?
0: You, you said you were in WEF this year, right? Yes. Yeah, so the funny thing is that me and Nita, for the first time when we went on a date, was Beth mm-hmm. last year. Beth
1: in 2016.
0: Oh, wow. 2016, yes, oh, wow. I was like, well, we have a story around Beth.
1: <laughs> oh wow!
2: And I'm, sure, I, you know, I would love to find out about that, and you know, I, and that would be amazing. But you know, it's you're talking about just finding yourself growing up in this home where mm-hmm. I mean, you barely have space to sleep, right? And you have all these people intruding in your, yeah, let's call it intruding in your space. I mean, come, you're a child, you want to have space to sleep, and you know, you're getting blamed for not being able to go to bed early, and all you're thinking to yourself is, you know, I need to, we need to live better. We need to have better. And, you know, and, and that definitely just changes your whole perspective as to the things that you want to achieve. Um, and mm-hmm. we're into the conversation about transforming your life. But Nita, I know you have your own story as well. I mean, you're coming from, you were born in Chicago, if I'm correct.
1: Yes. Yes. Yep. Born and raised in Chicago in the Midwest. For those of you who um, don't know, it's kind of, it's like right in between uh, New York and uh, California. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, I I have to say that um, most of my early childhood has been marked by some sort of, you know, challenge, transformation, adversity. And, you know, it's it's Mm -hmm. obviously what what I teach and what I talk about a lot now with high-achieving um, humans or high-achieving people. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I mean, it, it started, you know, my, my parents were, were immigrants, so, you know, first generation born here, and um, mm-hmm. my father is from India, my mom is from the Philippines, and you know, they came to the U.S. for obviously a better life, and uh, they... Um, so you know, there's there's this inherent, uh, you know, underlying uh, pressure for a lot of the immigrants as parents, you know, coming to a new country. They want to be able to make it big. They a lot of times, you know, come not with anything, uh, you know, uh, from their from their respective countries. And um, so I'll I'll start out with those stories, but I think that the the major transformation for me was. You know, and I, um, it was, I remember it very vividly. Um, it was, you know, December 31st and uh, it was, what, 20, 20 December 31st, 2011, where, you know, I'm, I'm sitting kind of in my bedroom, it's like my master bedroom, it's a five-story home. You know, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm hitting every single, you know, pinnacle of success. And, uh, but I'm, I'm in my bedroom, and finally I, I just kind of, you know, take a look at who I've become in the mirror. And, uh, you know, it's barely recognizable. Um, but, you know, from the outside world, you see this girl, and she was, you know, she was a cosmetic dentist. She had a, you know, a thriving million dollar practice. She had you know, high-end clients coming all over the world to see her. She was married. Um, you know, she had everything, everything going for her, you know, to the outside world. She, was, uh, she had beauty, glamour, glitz, success, you know, this picture-perfect life. Um, and, you know, here I am, December 31st, New Year's Eve, where, you know, all my friends are going out and celebrating. And I am, you know, I'm, I'm staring at the mirror. I'm terrified for my life. Um, I'm I'm not only emotionally exhausted and spiritually dead and physically beat, um, but I am I'm terrified for who I was with at the time, um, and yeah. how I actually let myself into um, you know abusive marriage, um, mm-hmm. and so and so it was you know it was that night where I had to make a choice of. You know, um, do I let this fear, fear of people judging me, fear of, you know, leaving this, this marriage, fear of what will everybody think, fear of, you know, um, you know, will I, will I get killed? Because these were real, real fears. So, uh, and, and it was in that moment where I had to, I knew I had to make some really, really tough decisions, um, which was, you know, do I keep living this lie of this fraud of a life um, mm-hmm. you know, that I, I had built? Uh, because on the outside, I was 29 years old and, you know, after, after losing my mother, my father and my brother um, before I was 19, you know, to the external world, I had made it. I had made it, and and then some, you know, but um, I had faced such an identity crisis for myself that I didn't really, I I didn't know who I was anymore, I had reached, you know, all, all of these you know, the doctor, the, you know, everything else. And so I, I packed my bags, packed whatever I could. I called 911. I, I set out in in my car that I was living in for, you know, for the next few months um, until I figured myself out. But, you know, that was the biggest transformative moment because it was in that moment, even in my car that I realized, you know, this is, like I had been living my life for everybody else, I'd live it. I'd been living my life for what my my you know my then um, you know deceased parents had wanted me to be. You know, for being a Filipino Indian girl, you know your choices, and I'm sure Nigerians are the same. Um, but you know, you have to be a doctor, dentist, lawyer, engineer. You know, and and that's the career choice. And. Um, I had you know, I had done all of that, but that was not really that. W- that wasn't me anymore. You know, my my mom was a, a pageant queen. It was expected for me to be beautiful and smart. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it just it weighed so much on on my soul uh, because I didn't even know what it meant. You know, you ask, what, what, who is actually who's Nitha? I didn't know back then, you know, in 2011, that mm-hmm. I, I I was curious. I, I just thought I needed to memorize facts and, you know, <laughs> make basically what was. So you know, in the years to come, I would then leave my lucrative career. I would retire as a as a dentist. I would sell my my practice. I would move cross country to uh, Silicon Valley to San Francisco and and really chart this discovery, uh, for, for myself, really, you know, tap into the little girl that had to grow up at 10 years old, you know, 10 years old, that's when my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And then, mm. you know, out those, um, you know, formative years of my life, eight years, I, you know, I lost more people than people lose in their lifetime in a span of mm-hmm. a span of those and then, of course, inheriting, you know, a, a brother as my, my youngest brother as my my, my child, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, it was a lot of undoing, I should say, uh, uh, that has led me to this point of, of true letting go, uh, true healing, true um, figuring out what works for you and not what, you know, the... You know the, the the bells and whistles of society, or you know all of the the legacy and all the accolades and and, and all of that. You know how to, how do you leave that and um and chart and chart your your truth? And so um, yeah, I mean this is perfect because we're just getting naked here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know,
2: and I love that you know we're having this conversation because, like I said, it's very easy for. People to just check out, you know, to do. It's very easy. All you have to do is Google, right? So you can just do a Google search, and you can say, "Who's," a, you know, and you can say, "Who are these people?" And oh my God, they're doing all these amazing things, and they're successful, and they're all. But at the end of the day, what really drives us is who we are on the inside, right? And that's not what a lot of people get to see, and only a few people are lucky enough, willing enough to just. Operate from you know, the very open self, right, or naked self, if I would use that word. So for me, it's, you know, yeah, you know, what's the point? You know, I don't always come and read buyers because it's, you know, I want to know, usually everybody here is an influencer and usually every guest is powerful, so... And while people would, you know, they, they can easily click and get to the website and find out who they are, more of that, it's important to connect to people and see what really drives them. And I truly understand what you've been through because I personally being been, you know, in the same position myself. You know, again, people on the outside think, you know, this is, you know, it's all great, you have it all good, you're successful, you're beautiful, you're, you're you know, in a marriage and you're this, then there's a part of you that's broken. But, you know, I love that there's such a such a huge um just, that conversation and uh we'll be back don't go anywhere cool you're listening to the naked talk with alex okorji you're listening to the naked it's so uncensored She keeps it real She keeps it straight You tell that like it is no matter Who's afraid to bear <laughs> You're listening to The Naked Talk With Alex G. Okay, we're back. Well, welcome back to Alex Akurji. And if you're just tuning in, well, my name is Alex Akurji. It hasn't changed, and you're listening to the Queen of Expression. And I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. And just before we went in that little commercial uh, break, you know, I've been talking to my very, very special, amazing guest who is joining me live all the way from L.A. Um, he is a serial entrepreneur, business coach, speaker, Author, and uh, he is co-founder of Mind Valley, as well as CEO of Ever. And of course, we have our Doctor Nita Bushan um, a global speaker. She's also a coach and a best-selling author. And just around when you know on that you know break, we've been talking about their transformation, their journey, you know, coming this far. I mean, we know so many amazing things about them, but we also kind of just wanted to get into who they really are. And you know, Ajit was you know just. Very you know he shared his uh just his journey you know coming from that town in Jaipur in India, and you know Nita also shared her journey getting to where she is right now. I know that a couple of people if you're connected to the show and I know that our in studio in studio uh chat room is in Oprah live today but you all have been sending me messages, gosh, like emails and stuff, and I hope that we even have enough time to even cover it. But uh, if you want to join the conversation, maybe you want to ask a question, you want to comment, you want to say something. Don't forget that you can call into the show. Now the number to call is plus six four two one six nine three. If you want to call in, plus Plus one, make sure to dial plus one if you're calling from outside the U.S., if you're calling from within the U.S., uh, dial as a local number, call 323-642-1693, and don't forget to use your hand raising effect. Make sure you press one, so we know that you want to speak, and we will definitely connect you into And if you're tweeting, make sure to use hashtag the Naked Talk, and of course, your tweets will be read right here on the show. Hi, Nita and Ajit. Welcome back. Hi, uh, hi Alex. Hi, everybody.
1: <laughs>
2: Glad to be back. Okay, well, yeah. Okay, great. So just you know, before we went before we went to, um, you know, on the break, you had been talking about your journey. You know, just you growing up, um, in you know, in Chicago, and just you know, the life that you had had. You know, having this beautiful, successful life on the outside, but you know, on the inside, you definitely you know had lost a part of you, and you had to give all of that up to basically move and just you know have the life that you have now. So let's talk a little bit about just um. Um, and, and this is for Ajit. You're there, right? So let's talk about when you fell in love with entrepreneurship. When did you decide that you know you were gonna um, create something of your own or be part of? It? And because again, for a lot of people, you had you had a dream. You know, you had this vision to definitely get out of the life that you you know you were in and create something for your family and provide for them the kind of dream home that you you know you you wished you had had at the time. But at what point? How did you now? Sort of get into the plot that you are now as an entrepreneur.
0: So the fun part is that when uh, the way I grew up, kind of, I was conditioned to actually become an engineer. That, like any other Indian person, you either become an engineer, or a doctor, <laughs> then an accountant, or yes. or something to that tune. Mm-hmm. You know, profession as you would think. Uh, so for for when I was I was younger, that's what I was aspiring to. I was I was supposed to be an engineer, a computer engineer, to be very specific, because that was the hot thing at that time. Uh, everybody had to be a computer engineer at that time. So that's what I was aiming to be when I actually was still in my high school. Uh, I was studying for that. And while I was studying for that, and, and, and I'm, I'm really blessed that I have really supportive parents. Uh, and they love me re- really a lot. So mm-hmm. what happened was while I was pursuing my way towards engineering, I realized that I just really I liked the science. I didn't like mm-hmm. the way it was taught and what I was supposed to like, what I was expected of of that. So I really loved, I actually loved math. I loved physics, but I hated the exams because I was like, I it, I couldn't ever perform in them. Not because I could perform if you would just talk to me and like we really talked about it. I would be one of those guys who can sit for hours trying to solve an equation because I'm having fun with it. But I could not do exams and you know like cram things into my head and then spit it out on the on a piece of paper that just wasn't me. And so I was getting really frustrated. I was like, this is not me. I'm not really having a good time. And uh, while preparing for these exams, one day I wrote a letter to my father, actually. Like, we used to live in the same house, but I wrote a letter to him explaining why I can't be doing this. And and by the way, my father still has that letter because it was a very emotional letter. where <laughs> I said, I really cannot do this. I know this sounds really wrong. I'm summarizing it, of course. It was a long letter. I know this sounds really wrong and it goes against everything that I worked for, but this really is not something I'll like to do. I will like to, I'll make something of my life. I don't know what it will be, but I'll make something of my life. And like I said, my, my parents are really loving, uh, and mm. especially my father because my mom's love sometimes shows up as a slap across the face, like I said. Uh, but my dad's a very understanding man. So, so that was like where I made that switch of not becoming an engineer. But what most people don't know is, even if I was living in a house of twenty-two other people, um, mm-hmm. everybody in the house was an entrepreneur. So everybody had mm-hmm. a business of some sort. Either mm-hmm. they were freelancing somewhere, or they had businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, they were mostly gems, uh, gems and jewelry set up. Like my dad was also a businessman. Is also mm-hmm. a businessman. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of grew up in the environment, seeing business around me all the time. Uh, but I was never told to do business. like my like it was pretty insistent in our family because we were not very successful in business is that this mm-hmm. is not a good idea to do. You should try to get a <laughs> good job and have a great career. Yeah.
1: the stability mm-hmm. of work
0: is what you should be looking for. Uh, so so I think naturally, I had inclination towards entrepreneurship, but for the longest time, I resisted the idea of starting a business because I wanted to be safe. And that's what everybody in my family was saying is the safe way to do things is to get a job. Um, So, so I think I had the love affair without knowing I had the love affair with entrepreneurship in a way, all my childhood, looking at everybody doing what they did. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like it seems so fascinating that, that and gems and jewelry, something like this is how the flow is where people would come to your house. They would have some tea house or office, whatever. My dad, my grandmother had cancer, so my dad used to work from the house because he was taking care of his mother. Uh, so what would happen is he would operate business from the house, and the business would work literally like something like this. People would come, they'll have tea, they will talk, and by the end of the conversation, without even talking about business during the conversation, somehow by the end of it, they would have had a deal or not had a deal. So it was like, okay, so you were super, super <laughs> chill because you show up, you talk, and somehow you have money to buy things, right? So like this is fascinating. I definitely want to do this. And then and and the and the second fun part about it was that he could do it at his own time. Like my grandfather was also in business, and sometimes he would go in the afternoon, come back for lunch, and just hang out until evening, and mm-hmm. people come to sleep again. You know, so, mm-hmm. so like, okay, this is definitely something that is interesting. It seems to have a lot of freedom. They get to do whatever they want. They get to go wherever they want. They get to stay at home if they want. So, like, this seems like the perfect candy land that I'm looking for for myself. Um, so, I think my uh, my love for business was unknown until the greater part of my life. Um, so, I did jobs. I, I But pretty much every single job I've done ever, I've ended up in a business partnership with the person who actually is the owner of that company pretty much every single one of them. I've either started a company with them, I've started a partnership with them, either they've worked out or they are bombed, but it has always hundreds of the times happened that I end up doing a partnership with the person that actually owns the company that I get employed with first, and then eventually mm. we become founders, co-partners, mm-hmm. start new businesses mm-hmm. together, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I think my inclination has always been there. I, I've never, like there's no point where I discover it again, uh, but I think my mm-hmm. fascination for life and fascination for and the curiosity for things has uh, always kept me in the interest of saying, Oh, I can only try and uh, exploit my curiosity or satisfy my curiosity if I own the thing because otherwise nobody will let me test those crazy ideas that I have sometimes. So, mm-hmm. so I think that's, that's where my journey on entrepreneurship comes. It's, it wasn't a moment, it was, I think, my love affair started at home. Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, you say this and, and I totally can, you know, connect with that because, again, it's funny because, you know, I did something and someone was asking me, you know, Alex, when did your, you know, entrepreneurial, well, when was your first stint? And it just occurred to me that, you know, this isn't something that just started, right? This is, you know, and again, you know, Africans and Indians are probably very similar in a way. It's, it's funny how we don't realize how similar we are, but we pretty much are. And, you know, I remember walking at a day job, my mother's business when I was 11 Um Mm-hmm. So, but I, you know, I also understand what you talk about the freedom because I remember the first time my mother made her first one. You know, she she worked at Supreme Court for like fifteen years, and when she left to start her fashion business and her fashion store, the first time she made 000, she closed a thousand, she work. How you doing? And she's like, I'm at home, and I'm like, why you're at home? She's like, I made so much money, like I could go home, <laughs> like, and she had. To, <laughs> She had to go home at, you know, she had to go home at 2 p.m. just because she had made so much money. So I guess, you know, you're talking about the freedom that entrepreneurship gives you. Um, I guess, like you said, you know, your dad could go, your uncle could come back for lunch, take you know, then go back. They had that freedom. Um, amazing. But now let's talk about this. I know that, you know, in the process of, you know, having to work with people, you have some really great influences your life right and you mm-hmm. probably had coaches and we're going to talk about coaching because coaching has become a really 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 important medium for just helping to transform their lives and they're just and you've built a business you, you you're what you're the CEO of ever coach and so let's talk about just how every coach came to being And who, you know, some of the influences that have been, you know, that were in your life, you know, helping you to transform your life, especially as a business person and as an entrepreneur.
0: I've had so many influences in my life that it would take us maybe another two hours for me to go through each one of them and the influence I've had in my life. But what I will do is I'll maybe mention a few that have had significant impact at different stages of my life because that probably will explain the... The love that I have mm-hmm. for coaching as a as a business mm-hmm. and 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 so forth. So, first of them was my grandfather, and and that was I, I wasn't aware how much he had influenced me making the decision mm-hmm. of starting to have a coach until recently when mm-hmm. we wrote a book called The Book of Coaching, which we just released and it's getting mm-hmm. great responses right now. Um, uh, what what was the case was that people would come to our house of. Uh, Sometimes in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, sometimes they would come with families. sometimes they would come with their business partners, and they would sit in what we would call the palace, that was the room that was called the palace, because my grandfather's room was that, like he would, he would live in that, that was the <laughs> bedroom in you know? the, the guest room, and somebody came to see him, like, you know, how the situation in the house so, then people would come to see him, they would go to the palace, and in the palace, what would happen is my grandfather would sit down with them and we'll talk to them for hours. He would tell them stories. He would tell them metaphors. He would listen to what their challenges. He would he would offer solutions. And for the longest time, I could never understand. Like even until I was older, I was like, okay, so people just like him, right? Uh, that's the informal, in, in, sorry, not informal, informal way of coaching. That's what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Right? He's, mm-hmm. passed now. Uh, he, he's, he's passed. He he's past now. So. So I could have never tell him this, but he had had a, a major, major impact in my life because I realized that what I really idolized about him was that these people, people would come, he would talk to them, mm-hmm. and he would come sad or angry or frustrated, and they would walk home with joy and pleasure and, and feeling mm-hmm. fulfilled. or how, Whatever he did mm-hmm. kind of worked out for the people, and that's why they kept coming back. Now know that, that this was not my dad, grandfather's profession. He was a jeweler mm-hmm. by trade. He would just mm. do this out of love and affection and kindness for the world, right? Mm. So that was my early inspiration, which I discovered only later, that that's why I am so passionate also to be able to change the coach's life. But mm. later on, like, and like any person who's, who's had any success in life would say that it's, it's never them being able to do anything. It was about the people who showed up and how they showed up and how, how kind and willing they were to really support journey. Uh, for example, like in my high school, there was a teacher. Her name was Madame Neelam Sharma, and she was the vice mm-hmm. principal of the school and the English teacher for us. And uh, mm-hmm. and I was a kid. I was I was you know one of those backbenchers, kids who who did like mm-hmm. I was average. I wasn't brilliant, and I wasn't really poor. I was average as a student, uh, but I was uh, a little notorious. I I didn't really care about mm-hmm. studying, like I already mentioned. So I wasn't mm-hmm. like one of those kids that that teachers would adore. But there was this one wise principal who, would, who once when saw me speak on stage uh, for like in the morning, we had like this news thing. So you would go up on stage and you would say news and recite the news and so forth. So I would do this news segment sometimes. And she would really encourage me after that, like so much so that she would call me to her office and tell me uh, that, that I could be a news anchor one day if I chose to, right? Which was a great um, motivator for a person like me. Because, like I said, at that time I was in that place where I had to study because that's what the world told us to do. Uh, but I wasn't really necessarily excited about what I was studying. I was excited about the actually. Mm-hmm. I was excited about the study. I wasn't excited about the school. Let's just say it that way, <laughs> right? So, 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 what happened was uh, that happens, and because of that, I think it allowed me to have a lot of motivation to continue to explore opportunities and make that decision of saying, engineering is not for me. I should try something else because I had mm-hmm. mentors like herself. Then many other mentors mm-hmm. showed up many showed up in the student organization I joined called ISAC. It's a global student organization, phenomenal mm-hmm. one. Um, and there were a lot of mentors that showed up during that time. A lot of coaches showed up during that time. These are people I wasn't even paying because I couldn't afford them to be very honest. Even If they asked for money, I would probably would have to say I didn't have the money for them at that time. Um, and so they showed up, then a lot of teachers showed up, which, uh, which sometimes, you know, is confused between coaches and, and teachers, like they're, they take, kind of play similar roles. Uh, so as mm-hmm. an educational program, I studied a lot of work, a lot of work from Tony Robbins, a lot of work from Bob Proctor, a lot of work from uh, uh, from the Silva Method. I, I've studied with Lisa Nichols. Of course, my business partner, Vision has been a great mentor for me. A lot of my friends have been great mentors for me. Nita, my life partner, <laughs> has been a great mentor for me. So there have been so many coaches that have showed up in my life that it will be hard to acknowledge just one of them. And the inspiration of starting Ever Coach came through when I was going to these events. So, you know, I, I, I was with Mindvalley. I started some other companies with Mindvalley at that time, like Mindvalley Italy and so forth. There were a couple of companies that I had started, and they were all doing really, really well. But I was, I was also at that time the CMO of Mindvalley, the chief marketing officer of Mindvalley. And, uh, and while I was playing that role, I would go to these events where I would meet other teachers and other coaches. And I would just mm-hmm. amazed how good they were at what they did mm-hmm. but how bad their businesses were run. Like, because they... they are coaches, right? What they're good at is coaching. They don't necessarily know how to run a business. They don't necessarily know how to build a team. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't know how to build a system. They, they don't necessarily know all those questions answered. So I was like, what can we do as as Valley at that time, or as Ajit Avlaka, to be able to support these people. And, uh, mm. and that's where we started, and, and, it, and that's where my curiosity went in and then and I started helping some coaches and teachers and trainers, just, just out of love. There was no, no, no business model there. There was no, nothing there except saying, hey, how can I help? There was service and love involved, and that was pretty much it. Um, mm. And uh, when I realized that I can only help those many people, uh, and the best way to do this greater is to build uh, an ecosystem where I bring the best teachers who can help these teachers and educators and coaches and help them build their businesses even more. So that's kind of where EverCoach was born. And of course, like I said, I end up always partnering with people that that first sometimes employ me or we start as just friends. Um, and so I ended up doing a partnership with Mindvalley. So EverCoach became EverCoach by Mindvalley.
2: Amazing, amazing, and I and I think that this is. I mean, that obviously just shows how much of a group business mind that you have, because it is one thing for you for someone to end up, you know, start a certain kind of relationship with you and end up, you know, um, somewhere, you know, somewhere farther than they they thought they were going to go with you. At least I can testify to that. <laughs> but you know, but. Um, it, it, I love hearing the story of how ever you know, started and just how you've been able to partner with all of these people and come to where you are now, creative. Because, like you right, you know, there's so many coaches, so many experts, right, and influencers and people who really understand their industry, understand the stuff they have to be willing to guide people and support people and help them, but don't really know how to create a business out of that. They don't understand how they can into an actual business. And... your eyes I see heaven what cannot be bright what I'm feeling I know deep in my heart this is love I knew right from the start that I will be your girl, only love you can't get yeah baby can you be oh hey baby oh my love Yes and that was My Love by Ashionier singer songwriter um oh god filmmaker all around, amazing superwoman, and she's been a guest on this show. Well, if you're just tuning in, well, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okurugi, and I had to go pray to the gods of technology, because apparently some people, you know, try to kick me out of my own show, and they don't want me to speak with my very special guests who are joining me live all the way from L.A. in California, USA. And, you know, just before I got kicked yeah. off, you know, I um, did my very special guess Ajit Nawalkar and Nita Bhushan, you know, have been sharing the amazing story. And you know, Ajit was just talking about he's uh just you know just what it what it is like to be an entrepreneur and growing up, and you know, just basically, um, following the path that he has, and just how he's been able to set sort up of basically found some of the companies and partner and work with you know some amazing people, and of course you know have amazing mentors and coaches and and that. Hi Ajit, hi Anita, hi. How are you? Hi, hey. good, Don't we're worry so about bad. that. Oh, Yay! Yeah, <laughs> Oh, my God. You know, oh, God. I have to go pray to the gods of technology. Like, you know, while you were just sharing so much jewels on the show, you know, I got kicked off, and I'm like, God, what is this, you know, just because I mean, you know, wherever I am. Anyway, thank you so much. I know we don't have so much time, but let's kind of like just, you know, make the best of, you know, what's left. So let's talk about the book of coaching because I know that this is something that a lot of people are interested in. Everyone who's listening today wants to know really about this amazing book that you both have co-created. So. Um, Could you just tell us a little bit about what this book really is about and what we can find and who this book really is for?
0: So like I was talking about before we got into the break and the whole tech situation, Mm -hmm. uh, we got really passionate about coaching. (laughs) and I both are really, really passionate about coaching because we've we've had so many coaches impact our lives so deeply that we that there was a need from whatever background that that they come as coaches, there's always that scope of growth and there's that scope of of really progress, but there's one special community, the new coaches, the community where the coaches have under four or five years experience, where they are considerably lost, they're considerably Mm -hmm. unsure of where they're going, they don't really uh, know their message, they don't really know what to do, and there is just so much noise that is out there in the world that they get confused and lost and unsure. And so kind of in that place where, where they kind of start to give up really early in the career to really pursue this direction of coaching. Like we already discussed, coaches are important. And when I take coaches, I include educators, teachers, mentors, so my like coaches in companies, mm-hmm. authors, speakers, I include all of them we because are. they do play some type of role out there in the world. So more coaches are required. It's a good balance to society. This is how we as a society will continue to progress because we are able to facilitate more change and facilitate a lot more conversations around positive momentum for the world. And and coaches and teachers and educators, speakers, authors are people who can help do that. So we said, how can we create something or what can we create that is easy to access, but it's something that you can use again and again to keep making progress Mm -hmm. in your life, right? And that's Mm -hmm. where and need to collaborate it, to write this one book that helps you through and through, irrespective of the state of the career you're at, but especially if you're a new coach mm-hmm. or a new or a new author, or a new uh, co- uh, new new speaker especially speaker for you, this would be a book that would be your guidebook that will always stay by your table, stay by your bedside, stay by whatever wherever you want to access it again and again, because it gives you all, the, not all, but of course, a considerable amount of tools, techniques, strategies, mindsets also that will help you make progress in your career, coaching, teaching, speaking career. And and what we've done is we, one big difference that, that, that we wanted to have uh, for the community was not to really create a book that is, um, you know, that is like any other book where it feels like, oh, so this book is the end mm-hmm. all, be all. But that's because that's not possible. Mm-hmm. Progress and, and coaching and teaching mm-hmm. is something Lifelong journey, you have to practice all the time. Mm-hmm. What we created is something that mm-hmm. not only gives you the, the keys for you, the key tools, the key insights, but it also gives you the tools that allow you to keep making that progress. So the, the, the book is just your beginning, mm-hmm. something that will stay with you for a long time, but the book also gives you the direction to take your next steps and what could be a possible next step, what could be a possible next action step, mm-hmm. what could Training, what could be your next program? What could be your next uh, event that you want to go to, and so on, and so forth. So mm-hmm. we didn't only book to just give you uh, just just one directional information. We picked from best the mm-hmm. uh, best in the industry. We put best of the ideas. We put it together in a book, and then we added tools to it so you can actually take these learnings and and implement them. And we brought somebody like Nita, who is not only somebody who has studied human psychology, but she has studied human behavior. She's interviewed like 500 leaders across mm-hmm. five countries or so to really get the essence of what makes us as human beings sick and that is so critical as mm-hmm. as a coach to understand how our human beings working and operating. So I want to have Nita mm-hmm. tell about about her research and about how that that how this and emotional grid even came came about a little bit. Yeah. So
1: I mean, just to kind of add yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Just to kind of add on to mm-hmm. so what I just thing, Alex, is that, um, you know, I think we're we're globally, uh, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, but globally people and young people are, and, you know, starting to wake up and waking up in the sense of realizing that the definition of work, you know, has changed. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, you're at a 9 to 5 or like you and I talked about earlier, um, you know, you mm-hmm. reach a level of, of success and now you kind of want to do and, and chart your business on your mm-hmm. own and what. That that works for you, and so because mm-hmm. that definition of work is now changing, um, and it's changed so fast, uh, being able to have the essential, you know, the skill set to kind of serve somebody and transform and help somebody, whether it's you know in your home as a single mom or just to add to mm-hmm. the skills as a leader or an entrepreneur, uh, mm-hmm. those skill sets of relating with other human beings are so wildly important. And, you know, if we're ever at a time where we, you know, should be creating ripple effects in the world, we might as well teach other humans, you know, how to elevate human potential because that's essentially, you know, if, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're listening to the show right now, you are one that is an entrepreneur entrepreneur looking to make change in some way. And this book is kind of just that mm-hmm. avenue you were ever, you know, curious about doing so because it gives you those you know, uh, those skills in emotional intelligence, human psychology. I mean, uh, my best-selling book, of course, was was launched a year ago, but a lot of the foundational principles of uh, the book of coaching, you know, lies within understanding your emotional health and well-being. And so when we actually, mm, mm. that journey, you know, that awareness, that, that opening, whatever that crack is um, for you, that's when you can kind of start looking at things and thinking, well, hey, actually, um, you know, a new chapter, a new leaf of myself can actually be in a different light. And whether it's coaching or mentoring, mm-hmm. or, um, you know, uh, uh, speaking or or just utilizing some of these skill sets, I think it's so profound to actually have that backbone. And which is why, you know, it's, it, it was such a beautiful kind of, Marriage in this way of merging kind of our talents, and of course, I just business sense, and then my love and passion for human beings and, and human emotion to create mm-hmm. a transformation mm-hmm. book that can give people, you know, just a different glimpse of what it could be like in the world that we're living in now and that if you wanted to, you can actually take, you know, you can, you can take it to the next level and, and actually create a, 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 you know, a career out of it and, and have that a little bit more freedom for yourself as well while doing things that you actually love.
2: Amazing. You know, I think that this is, you know, just um and I think it's great that both of you are able to like kinda like put your superpowers together, right? And to just kinda like create this amazing powerful book. Because like you said, you know, Ajit has definitely has an understanding of, you know, the business understand a business angle of what it is to create a business and you understand the psychological aspect as well and to merge that together and not only is this because it's very easy for people to think, okay, I'm not a coach. So I don't need this book. But like you said, this book is for – and, you know, we're all coaching one way or another. Whether you actually do have a coaching practice or you're speaking to a group of people or right. you're sharing your message in a book, you're definitely – you know, whether you're sharing a message in a book, people <laughs> are going to read it and apply yeah. it and, you know, assimilate it and internalize it. So you're coaching in a way – whether you're a, a traditional educator or you're even an artist or a creator, whatever you're creating, like – I'm. I'm You know, what are you going to work in in a company and you have employees and, you know, people? I guess that this book is meant for them. But let me ask you if there is a takeaway, if there is one thing that you would say that is definitely something that is definitely something that people would get reading the book in terms of the clarity, like if there was anything. or just, or just from the feedback, because there's been a lot of feedback, and I've been looking at the, you know, just the reviews, on, on, and, and people think, oh, wow, this is not only a book for now, but a book for the future. So if there's something that, let's say somebody who is just starting out, who pretty much didn't know anything, what is the one thing that, you know, that would be, an, like you think in the book, I know you're the author, but you think that they would find to be beneficial to them in a sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's quite a few, but, you know, if I have to, if I have to kind of mm-hmm. like, light for, for, because we have to go soon, um, you know, we're all, we all coach, uh, whether or not we recognize mm-hmm. it, we all, we all do, you know, we coach mm-hmm. as a friend because we care, we coach as a mother because, you know, uh, as, because you're listening, you know, we coach as a, as mm-hmm. a colleague, uh, to solve problems, we coach mm-hmm. as a leader, um, mm-hmm fix things, and so, um, and to make, you know, to make the things around us better, and so I think it, all of us in our own mm-hmm. right, whether whether you're, you're a coach or not, I think it's, it's that skill set of really looking at yourself and just saying, you know, and having the awareness of just relating better with mm-hmm. other people. I think so much, mm-hmm. you know, just in our relationships alone, we don't know how to really communicate effectively, and a lot of times, mm-hmm. you know, there's all of these, like, and, you know, nasty feelings that, you know, harbor up and, and bubble up and all of these things, but mm-hmm. if you can know how to ask powerful questions, um, and how to listen and how not to judge and how, you know, how not mm-hmm. to size, um, you know, mm-hmm. these powerful takeaways of just really having the ability to look more at yourself, um, I think that mm-hmm. is really, profound you know all the business stuff you know comes as a result but those are the you know some of the major takeaways of of how can you actually relate better with other human beings
0: I love that I would add to that by, by <laughs> what, what happens is when a coach starts a lot of times they they kind of get lost because they don't know what to expect and what's the space they're at and how can they expect success mm-hmm. and they expect success and what You know, at what time, what should I expect kind of scenario? And that creates a lot of overwhelm and mm-hmm. anxiety for, for a coach. So we wrote a very specific mm-hmm. chapter, chapter 31. We call it stages of success. There we talk about four different stages mm-hmm. that a coach goes through. The soldier, the knight of the dame, the princes or prince or princess, the king and the queen. These are the four stages that we talk mm-hmm. about. We explain what each stage looks like, feels like, what's the thing that you should be working on, what you should expect, how many years mm-hmm. you should expect at that stage, that way, people kind of lose that anxiety mm-hmm. that they have towards uh, towards their growth uh, or any kind of anxiety mm-hmm. going, I'm not good enough, or I'm this is not enough successful, so on and so forth. So we kind of have a chapter. So I would mm-hmm. say, if nothing else, if somebody gets that, I think as a coach uh, will be really helpful because a lot of anxiety goes away, and they can invest their time in actually doing the work, like Nita said, on themselves and their practice.
2: I, I think that's. I think that is so powerful because there's nothing like having a blueprint to ride, like you know, some sort of guide that helps you know that okay, at this particular point, this is how you're going to feel, and this is what to expect, and you know, this is. And I, I think that a lot of people are definitely going to be interested in just finding out more, you know, what they can get. But let me ask you this: What is the? You know, how can people get access to the book? You know, where can they get the book? And you know. Um, where can they well, find that the book? It, they want to two it.
0: It. <laughs> Firstly, where you're at. Where you're at. Uh, because uh, Yes. Uh, the thing is that right now, while we're promoting the book, we are giving away 3,000 copies absolutely for free. Like we're taking care of the cost of the book. Uh, all we expect people to do is to take mm-hmm. care of shipping. So we are shipping from the States. Sometimes it can get really expensive. If mm-hmm. you are on the United States, the best way to order mm-hmm. is go to slash, book dash off dash coaching. Or just Google Evercoach and Book of Coaching and I'll okay. link to it to you. And the books are okay. available for free. You just have to pay for shipping. Until they run and, out. Uh, <laughs> until we run out, of course. Uh, so it's only a <laughs> couple of days that will be available. Uh, and, and that would be a great okay. way for anyone in the States to be able to order. I uh, probably even in Canada to order. If that's something that is uh, not the scenario, you're international and you're not going to pay the 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 shipping fee because that is a little bit expensive. Um, it's for Canada I think it's mm-hmm. like 19 bucks for international it's like 29 bucks uh, so so it is a little bit mm-hmm. expensive international what I would suggest is either you order from Amazon if that is operating in your country because we do have Amazon books mm-hmm. or you can order the book on Kindle mm-hmm. and you have a digital copy right there when you order the book with us we of course give you some bonus modules we send you a digital copy we send you a physical copy so you have a lot more benefits if you order from the website which is just simply Google Evercoach okay. and along type book of coaching and you should get the link
1: and for every single person listening we also are inviting them onto to the online experience of the book of coaching um that goes along with the book so all of the worksheets all of the uh, the extra fun little tidbits um and so yeah
0: that's where you can go get well the
1: book. okay so okay great so i'm thinking you know i'm just trying to because i mean yes we
2: do have listeners here in yeah you know, i mean you know, I'm in Africa. But then of course we have listeners around the world as well. Mm-hmm. Africans who are in the diaspora and of course they are you know, of course we also have like, you know, really foreign and a foreign audience because the station as well is in New York. So um so I'm also thinking of how I'm gonna get the book. All I was trying to think of, okay, where do I get the book? Where do I get the book? <laughs> because I definitely want to get a copy of the book and I want to read. it I was like, okay, where do I get the
1: book? What did you say?
0: copy Alex. <laughs> Send us your physical address. You have our email address. Send us a physical, uh, your physical address. Your yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Have-
2: that's, what I, that's what I get for being the host. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ajit and Nita. I know that, you know, we lost a bit of time just trying to get this to work, but I'm so happy that you came here. And I would love to invite you guys again. I would love to invite you guys maybe to a roundtable conversation, and I like to do that sometimes, you know, have a couple of uh And, you know, we can talk some more. So, um, you know, I know that people can connect with you on your website. We have your website linked. So all they have to do is click on your name and they can go to your website. I'm finding that more, right, Um, Ajit. But any final words just, you know, before we wrap this up? This is, you know, just for, you know, the coaches and people who want to
1: transform lives. It starts with you. I think that's the biggest thing. You know, you've already made a commitment to um, listening to you know the wise wisdom today, but it always it always starts with you. And Alex, this was amazing. We would love to be back again and and do another naked talk. It was
2: I would love to get you guys back. <laughs> I would love to get the both of you back again. That's for sure, because we still have, you know, there was so much I wanted to talk to you about, and I got questions. So I'm going to save your questions for another time, because there are a lot of the questions we couldn't take on the show. Thank you so much, Ajit and Nita. You guys, both of you, have been amazing, amazing.
0: It was super fun speaking.
2: Okay, guys. So till we are, this has been uh, just an amazing, amazing show talking to um, Ajit Alkar, and. Dr. Nita Pushan, both of them joining me live from LA. And I know you guys had all of you said so much, so many questions we couldn't take. Um, but we're definitely going to find a way to bring them back on, and we still have so much to talk about. Oh God, you know what? You have amazing people. Time runs so fast. So, we will come back again on Friday. Radio special of the Naked Talk with Alex Kirgie. I love you for listening. Ciao. It's unscripted out. It's filter out. It's unpossed. Damn and sensor. It's unscripted out. It's unfiltered out. It's unpossed. Damn and sensor. It's unscripted out. It's filter out. Make his show, the naked Talk show. You're listening to The Naked Talk with Alex, of course. Step into the
1: world of power, loyalty.